Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. You know, today, you will most likely take your mom or your wife to eat at her favorite restaurant. And uh, if you're going to do that, you got to be ready to wait. And I don't know what her favorite restaurant is, whether it is uh, 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 Wood Ranch or, or Olive Garden or whatever it is. I know that the food there is good, right? Or else you wouldn't go. But here's what I do know. That no restaurant can compare to mom's cooking. Isn't that true? Because mom's cooking is always better. I love, I love, I love eating out, as probably you could tell. But I no, no restaurant can compare to mom's cooking and even my wife's cooking. Which reminds me of a joke. Little Johnny and his family after church decided to go over his grandma's house to to have brunch and celebrate Mother's Day. When they got to her house and as soon as the food was served in the table, Johnny began to serve himself and, and he began to eat right away. His mom looks over at him and he says, Johnny, don't you think you've forgotten to do something? To which Johnny says, no, mom, I don't think I've forgotten anything. His dad looks at him and he says, Johnny, I think you forgot to pray. He says, oh, daddy, we don't pray at grandma's house. She knows how to cook. (laughs) We're in a series that we started a few weeks back called Something Better. And uh, what we are doing in this series, we are learning from God that there are things in life that are good But God says there's something better than that. We've looked at the fact that God says that one day with him is better than a thousand days anywhere else. We've looked at the truth that God says that one handful with peace and tranquility is better than two handfuls with uh, toil and frustration. We've looked at the fact that The good life that America offers is good, but that there's a better life that Jesus died and resurrected so that we could have. And it is a better life because it is a a new life. It is a life full of hope. It is a life full of freedom. It is a life full with the power of the Holy Spirit. And today we want to continue the series on something better. But today we want to learn from moms. And maybe you're saying, well, what can we learn from moms? Well, Proverbs 22, right there in your outline, if you would pull that out. Proverbs 22, verse 1 says the following. And I believe that at one point or another, your mom has told you this in one way or another. And here's what Proverbs 22, 1 says. It says, a good name is better than great riches. A good name, a good reputation is better 
than all the money in the world. Now, that's not what we believe as a society. Because we are willing not only to put our name on the line, but in many cases, we're willing to put our future on the line just to get money. And here God is telling us. He says, who you are, your reputation, a good name is better than whatever job you could get. What you do, who you are, it's more important than the money that you can amount. Let's continue reading the verse. It says, a good name is better than great riches, and good favor is above silver and gold. The Good News translation says it the following. It's not in your outlines, but they're going to put it up here in the screen. Here's what it says. If you have to choose between a good reputation and great wealth, choose what? A good reputation. You know, when the population, when the settlers uh, started to move west in our nation, um, uh, with them, they, they, they came in search of land and they came uh, in search of gold. And, and the majority uh, of the people moving to the west were men. And, and when they first came and they settled this part of the nation, the, the, the being drunk and, and, and disorder and fights and, and debts were very common. And that is why the West was known as what? The wild, wild West. Because it was dangerous. It was chaotic. It, there was no, 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 no peace going on. But when the women began to move to the West, they took over the wild, wild west and they made it the west because with them, they brought stability. With them, they brought tenderness and gentleness. And mothers have always had a good name, have always had a good reputation. Did you know I heard this on the radio this week? That this year, that this year on Mother's Day, it is estimated that as Americans, we will spend $25 billion on our, on our mothers. That as a nation, we will, we're going to spend, it's projected, 25, not million, billion dollars. And moms, you deserve it. But compare that to Father's Day. <laughs> you know how much America spends on Father's Day? 15. So while mom gets the steak, dad gets Denny's. While mom gets the flour, dad gets the socks and the chonies. And I admit it, I'm jelly. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. But moms, you deserve it because mothers have always had a good name. The name of a mother has always brought about good emotions, has always brought about extraordinary thoughts because moms have been able to, to achieve this good name by the extraordinary actions that they perform day after day after day. Mothers who without their prayers, we would not be where we are. My mother prayed for me. I remember that my mom would say that when we were little, she would pray, God, would you use my children for your kingdom? And I've come to believe and I've come to experience that behind every successful man, there's not just one woman, but two women. 
his wife and his mother. You know, my mom prayed for my wife. I, 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 this, she did not have to tell me. I remember hearing it. But she would say, Lord, and I was just a kid. And I, God bless my mom, because I can't pray for my daughter's future husband right now. <laughs> and if I pray, it's Lord, keep those fools away. <laughs> far, far away. Send them on a mission. <laughs> Send them on a mission. You know, but my mom would pray for my future spouse. And thank God she did, because God gave me a wonderful wife and a, and a wonderful mother to my children. But, you know, moms have always had a good name because mom have always believed the best for their children. Moms have always fought for their children's future. They are our biggest supporter. They are our biggest followers and they are our biggest defenders. Right. I remember my dad used to tell me that um, his mom, my grandma, was really short, really short lady. And my, my uncles and my dad, they, they, they were up to no good. They used to drink a lot and fight a lot. And he used to tell me that my grandma used to go get, I mean, my uncles used to beat up other people. But my grandma used to leash those guys like nobody else. This little five-foot lady had such strength and such control that she was able to handle guys that were beating other guys up. Because there's no strength like the strength of a mother, right? Mothers have this good name. And in the Bible, we, we find many women who also had a good name. Let me, let me share a few with you. Uh, for example, Mary, the mother of Jesus, right? We know the Bible tells us that she was highly favored. Or what about Ruth, who refused to, abunder, to abandon Noemi, her mother-in-law, and stuck with her? Or what about Sarah? What about Sarah, the, the, the wife of Abraham, who believed, who believed that, that she would hold a son, that God will give her a son and that that son would be in her arms or what about Jochebed uh, Moses's mother who hid her son because she believed that God had a purpose for her son or what about Hannah Samuel's mother who prayed and said God if you would give me a son I will return him back to you or what about Elizabeth the mother of John of John the Baptist who believed the angel even when her husband didn't believe and she believed that God was able to do a miracle moms have always carried a good name because they have done extraordinary actions day after day after day and this is what I believe God wants to teach us this morning that a good name is important and God would say a good name your reputation what you're known for is more important than the money you can make who you are It's more important than what you have to lie about you in order to get the job that you want to get. What people think about you is more important than the money that you could earn. And today, inspired by mothers, we want to see uh, some benefits of a good name. But before I give you those benefits, I want to ask you a question. How's your name doing? What's the condition of your name? How's your reputation When your name is brought up before others, what comes to mind? Is it something good or is it something bad? Some of us, we know we're known. Oh, we're always late. And they got to lie to us, right? They got to tell us it starts at 830 and not 930. 
and we're still late, right? Some of us were known to be stingy, right? It's like, oh, okay, we're going to go there. Yeah, don't invite them because they're not going to want to pay that. (laughs) Some of us, our reputation is that we're rude. And we call it being real, but we're just rude. (laughs) And we need Jesus, right? So how's your name doing? You know, a few weeks back, a few weeks back in our, in, in our life groups, and you're not in a life group. you got to get in a life group. They're, they're life transforming. You know, you, you just got to know that you cannot grow as a Christian on your own. You need other people. God uses other people to shape us. And you need other people. Okay? So anyways, we were in our life group. And one of the questions in the life group was, when you die... What do you want to be remembered for? Have you ever thought about that? I've told you that when I die, what I don't want anybody to say. And if they say that, please, I give you permission. Kick them out of the funeral. <laughs> I don't want people to say, I was a good person. What do you want people to say about you when you die? Well, you got to work on it now. Here's, three, here's four benefits, I'm sorry, of a good name. Number one, and you can fill this out in your outline. Number one, a good name makes you reliable. A good name, a good reputation makes you reliable. A good name instills confidence in others about you. A good name makes it possible for others to trust you. Question, okay? And this is not about condemnation. This is about reflection, okay? I'm not, I'm not wanting to put you down. I'm wanting you to reflect because I believe God wants you to improve. And we can't improve until we recognize what's wrong in us, right? Question, can people trust you? Can people trust you if they say, hey, you know, I need you to give me a ride and uh, I'm gonna, can you do that? And if you say yes, Does your friend need to have a backup plan for you? Are you trustworthy? A good name will make you reliable. And listen, trust. Trust is essential in all relationships. All relationships. In marriage, in parenting, in in a business, in friendships, in dating. In all relationships, trust is essential. Here's why. Because trust is a stabilizing factor. Trust brings peace. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs 10.9. It says people with integrity, people with a good name, here's what happens. They walk safely. They live safely. When you have a good name, when you walk, when you live, when you are known for your integrity, you will be known as a reliable person and you will, people will, and people can trust you. But if we don't have a good reputation, people can't trust us. And relationships can't work. And you know the hard thing about trust? Here's the unfair thing, okay? I even don't like this, but it's a reality. Trust is so hard to build, isn't it? And it's so easy to lose, isn't it? Trust is so hard to win and so easy to lose. And trust is so essential. Without trust, a relationship will not survive. I'll give you an example of the difference that trust makes. When you walked in this morning, you sat in that chair 
believing, trusting that it was safe for you to sit down. Right? And because it didn't squeak and it didn't move and it didn't creak, you haven't even thought about the chair. But what would have happened if you would have walked into this place and sat in that chair and felt a slight move? Here's what would have happened. You would have moved from that chair or you wouldn't be listening to me because you're concerned that that chair is going to break and everybody's going to laugh at you. That's the difference that trust makes. And a person with a good name, a person with integrity can walk in peace. Because if you don't have integrity, if you don't have a good reputation and you're stealing hours from your boss, you're afraid that you're going to get caught. If you are being unfaithful to your spouse, you're afraid that she's going to find out. If you are watching things you shouldn't be watching on your phone or the computer or the TV, you are always concerned that somebody's going to walk in on you. And when somebody doesn't have integrity, when somebody doesn't have a good name, not only can they not be trusted, but they can't walk in peace. Okay, can I tell you something? And it's going to hurt a little, but, but it's going to help you. You know what we do? What we do as a society? We reflect our issues to other people. You say, well, I can't be trusted because so-and-so is like this and like that. Or I don't have peace because, you know, my mother-in-law lives here, and if she didn't, then, then I would. <laughs> Which is not true. Right? A good name makes you reliable. Second. Second thing, and you can fill this out in your outline. A good name will open doors for you. A good name, a good reputation will open doors for you, will open opportunities for you. Did you know that your name lets others find out about you before they meet you? In fact, there are some people that haven't wanted to meet you because they've heard about your name. They've heard about your reputation. Can I make a confession? Can I make a confession? Pastor Frank has a good name. Whenever you want to get into a good place, church-wise, his name opens doors. When you say, oh, I go to the church that Pastor Frank pastors, suddenly the people's opinion changes. The other day, Albert and I went to a, to a meeting here in the San Fernando Valley, and there were some pastors there, and there was an older pastor there, and um, they introduced me to him, and they said, this is uh, Pastor Nestor, he's a pastor at Dayspring, and without skipping a beat, he goes, oh, you're that guy, <laughs> to which I said, thank God Albert's here, because if he gets crazy, I know Albert can handle him, <laughs> I thought he was going to beat me up or something, I was like... Did I hit your car? Did I cut you off? Or when he goes, oh, you're that guy. And I said, which guy is that? He says, man, I get so much stuff by your church on my Facebook feed. It's like, even if I didn't want it, it's there. Like, I know who you are, not because I've ever met you, but because it's there. And he said, I'd like to take you out for a coffee and chat with you. Because a good name goes before you and it will open doors. A good reputation will open doors and a bad one will close them for you. Here's a perfect example. Solomon. 
Solomon was, had great wisdom. And next week, we're going to look at Solomon and what he teaches us about uh, something better. But in 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 9, verses 1, and then 5 and 6, would you read those verses with me? People knew about Solomon before they met him. And look at what it says. When the queen of Sheba heard of Solomon's fame, she came to Jerusalem to test him with hard questions. She had heard that Solomon had this wisdom that nobody else had had. She arrived with a large group of attendants and a great caravan of camels loaded with spices, large quantities of gold and precious jewels. When she met with Solomon, she talked with him about everything she had on her mind. She exclaimed to the king, everything I heard in my country about your achievements and wisdom is what? True. I didn't believe what was said until I arrived here and saw it with my own eyes. In fact, I had not heard half of your great wisdom. It is far beyond what I was told. Here's why a good name opens doors, okay? A good name opens doors because a good name releases favor. If you're a follower of Jesus Christ, you got to be familiar with this word. This has got to be something that you got to ask for. I ask God for it every day. I say, God, would you give me favor? You know what favor is? Here's what favor is. Favor is a special, a special appreciation. It is not the same, but it's almost like the fate, like you're the favorite. In my family, unfortunately, but thankfully, I'm the favorite. I am. My brothers, my mom loves them. But the other day we were talking and they're like, if everybody went their own ways, mom, where would you go? And she said, where are you going? It was a joke. It's a joke. It didn't happen. It didn't happen, okay? I just tease them. I tease them because I know my brother's going to watch this. But favor, here's what favor is. Favor is approval. Favor is a special steam. Favor is preference. Favor is kindness uh, above the usual kindness. And that is why a good name opens door because a good name releases favor. And when you have a good name, people will open doors for you because they say, yeah, we can, not only can we trust them, but they're good people. They have a good reputation. And they may not be gifted in that area, but they have the character that we can trust and we can rely on. And listen, if, you, if you're saying, how come new opportunities don't come my way? One question you need to ask, how's the condition of your name? How's your reputation? Third thing, third thing. A good name a good name not only opens door and not only makes you reliable, but a good name inspires others. A good reputation inspires others. To inspire means to bring to life, to elevate the desire to do something or someone. Here's what inspiration is. Inspiration is influence. When you have a good name, you're going to influence other people. Parents, you want, you, you, you want to have a good, you want your kids to walk in the right path. You want your kids to be good people. You got to have a good name. You influence them, not just with your words. You influence them with how you walk, with how you live, with the choices you make every day. 
And you're something that, that as parents, you're something that as leaders, you're something that as individuals we should say. And it's found in 1 Corinthians 11.1. 1. This is what Paul said. He said, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I've always asked parents, if your kids made the choices you made and lived the way they live, what would be their future? And a good name, a good name allows you to inspire others. There's names like Billy Graham and Jack Hafer and Mother Teresa that when we think about them, they inspire us. And there's people in our life that have inspired us. And I guarantee you that these people have inspired us because they've had a good reputation. And maybe it was a coach or maybe it was a spiritual mother or father or, or maybe uh, it, it was your mom. But a good name allows us to inspire others, at least for the good motives. Because if you don't have a good name, you'll inspire people too. But you'll inspire them for things not to be. In fact, you'll be an example, right? Because you've used your brother as an example. Do you want to be like your tío Juan? <laughs> Do you want to be like your tía? You know, 40 and amargada, you know, all miserable. So, you want to inspire people for the right motives or for the wrong reasons? Your name right now. How is it inspiring others? And then fourth... A good name leaves a legacy. A good name leaves a legacy. I don't know if um, at what age this happens, you know, but I started to think about the future of my kids after I'm gone. You know, I hadn't thought about that before. I was just, before I was just thinking about like, oh, they're going to be teenagers and I got to buy a shotgun and um, all that stuff. I hope you know I'm joking, okay? I hope you know I'm joking. I don't own a gun. Yet, not playing. <laughs> so easy. It really is easy. It's so easy to have fun. Um, but anyways, so before I would just think about like, oh, when they're five, when they're teenagers and quinceañeras and uh, weddings and all that stuff. But, but now more than ever, more seriously, I've began to think about their life after I'm gone. And it's really gotten me to think to say, okay, what can I do? How can I live? So that I can leave them something that is worth, that is useful way after I'm gone. And I'll tell you this. Money is not the best option. I've seen parents leave money to their kids. And when, they, when the parent dies, that money splits them apart. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs 13.22. A good person, another version says a godly person, leaves an inheritance, listen to this, for their children's children. It's not just talking about your kids, it's talking about your grandkids. Question, what type of inheritance can be passed on to your children's children? A good name. Say, my, my, my daddy... My, my daddy was, was a man of God. My mom, she had a heart for serving people in need. My parents, man, my parents sacrificed so much so that others could come to know Jesus. When people hurt my mom, 
My mom didn't hold grudges. She forgave them because she understood Jesus forgave her. Those, that is an inheritance that can be passed on not just to your kids, but even to their kids. Look at what Psalms 37:18 says. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be what? Forever. Let me tell you something. You should, you should have in mind your children's financial future after you die. You should. It's, it's wise. It's prudent. But money is not the most secure thing you can leave them. Because money can be here today and be gone tomorrow. And that is why God in his word tells us that a good name is better than riches. A good name will last way after your life has come to an end. And we remember the people who made a positive impact in our lives because they have a good name. What legacy are you going to leave behind? What reputation are you going to leave behind? May we not, may we not sacrifice a good name just to accumulate riches. If you are working more than you should, don't let it not be that the name that your kids have about you is, well, dad was always busy working and he had no time to put us in a team. May a good name be better in your life than any amount of riches. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare Him your God. No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart, and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but He didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Day Spring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.